Snap! Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth in climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Master's Tor and Grandmaster's Caster Dragon Rider. And you know her, you love her, it's Marms! All right. And? And, and of course, returning for our 200th episode extravaganza, we have Major Death. It's been a while. What? <laughs> what is going on? This There was just this flash of nostalgia as I was <laughs> listening to you do the intro there. It has been a little while. Hello, everyone. It is so wonderful to be back with you all for at least one night. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to be here. And uh, 200. Fantastic job. Thank you. Round of applause. Yeah. Round of applause. 200. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you were there for, what, 179 of them, it looks like? <laughs> Something, so, something geez. like that, yes. So, yeah, a, a number of them. <laughs> yeah, a big number of them. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're a big part of the story as well. I, I must admit, I feel like a little bit like the person that got tagged onto the group project that was already doing like exceptionally well, and it's just like I, I was clearly here too, guys. <laughs> you did all this work, and I was here. <laughs> You have been it's doing exciting. wonderfully, Smarms. Exactly. Uh, so let's just, let's catch up with Mage a little bit. So how have you oh, been? Goodness. So- We're doing this right at the start of the episode. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. We always start oh. with the guest. You know how those right. work. Uh, I don't like this as the microphone turns sort of scenario here. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So. What's what's new in the world of Major Death? Not too much. I, I've been in, I guess, enjoying an extra night, uh, being able to 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 hang out with my with my lovely wife Eve and and that, and uh, still doing the uh, the MCU podcast, and that's going really well. We actually expanded out from just. Uh, Marvel movies. We did Shazam, Fury of the Gods a few weeks ago. And this yeah. next week, we're actually doing a look at Road to Perdition. I just actually finished reading the graphic novel today. And we're going to be looking at the movie as well. And um, yeah, other than that, gaming wise, been playing a lot of Marvel Snap still. It is my game. They had an update today and mm-hmm. uh, some balance changes. and. And some matchmaking changes and a bunch of things, and uh, I'm excited to get in there and try that out. But, but otherwise, I'm not, not too not too much going on. We got we got a new MCU movie coming out in a couple of weeks, but um, but yeah, I'm keeping busy as it as it were. Yeah, I I mean, reading a graphic novel can take some time. That's yeah. so. I can respect that. I've I've just recently finished a couple stuff. I went back through and I read the Squadron Supreme Omnibus, which is phenomenal. Like that is like one of my favorite books of all time. So if you ever need something to do one week, I highly recommend it. It is so good. Um and then I was reading um Hawkman by Jeff Johns which was very good. Yeah. So anything, generally most things by Jeff Johns, I am a big fan of. So like (laughs) he he has, he has, he did my favorite green lantern run. Um, and just some of the, uh, more iconic DC pieces in my mind. So. Gotcha. But it, it seems like you all have had, a week uh Mm -hmm. there was like an expansion or something that came out festival of legends just one of those small little yeah and a a rotation (laughs) change anything all that sort of stuff jeez yeah 
It's, yeah. it's nice to say goodbye to Brand Bronzebeard again. Like, oh my god. Ah, <laughs> uh, there, there's, there's a sense of relief when uh, Brand exits the uh, the meta. So, yeah, and the uh, the quest lines and heroes. It's been <laughs> kind of nice having those gone too. Was like yeah. talking about today at one point, I was like facing a rogue. I'm like, oh yeah, the hero cards are gone. Yeah, rogue, you can't scabs and put all this board <laughs> back into my hand. Like, ha, huh, yeah, <laughs> like take that. <laughs> that was exciting. <laughs> it's, um, it's true they can't do that anymore. So, no twenty mana for was, um uh druid. druid. So. That's the one that I was gonna say. That was always such a pain because like. You know, sometimes you can win at the end of a game, but 20 mana, there's just nothing I can do to compete with that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of glad that yeah. I don't have to anymore. Almost it's... feels like Druid who? <laughs> what? Well, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they're still they're still there and still doing um, very, very Togwaggle-esque things from the back in the day. So... <laughs> I don't know if you guys have played against that deck, but whew, that is uh, not what I would describe as fun to play against. But what did Togwaggle uh, do? Togwaggle or... switch decks. Yes. Okay. So oh, that's yeah. the yeah the the new whatever his face yeah to- Tony uh, Tony Pirate right yeah I yes. had somebody do that once and then they played Fires of Zen. Yep. And Warrior. so like they were they were able to actually make that goofy goofy condition where they burned my entire the deck. Steam come cleaner. Yeah, yeah. I only saw that once and I still killed them after that. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but it was oh my God. hilarious. And you know, honestly, yeah. having run some pretty silly decks, I'm glad that they're able to get off their goofy, you know, only works one every three hundred games situation off. Yeah. The warrior version, not the not the Tony Druid version, because that seems to go off yeah. very frequently. <laughs> so, oh, the with Jailer and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Where you destroy? Where you play Anubrakan, You play uh, Tony uh, and the Jailer, or you play the Jailer. Or sorry, you play Tony Jailer, and then either like one other card you can. Um, silence them too and that switches the back the decks back as well so like you have a lot of different options there (laughs) so i don't know it's not exactly the most exciting thing in the world to play against but uh yeah yeah we've been talking a lot about what we're playing against but i (laughs) would love to talk about what i'm playing okay which is totem shaman because that (laughs) thing is ridiculous (laughs) And hilarious. And actually, so I'm also excited. This is the closest I've been to like maybe being in the um, uh, ballpark of legend in a long time. Mm -hmm. I won every game except for one from um, Diamond 10 to Diamond 5. I have like a uh, Totem Shaman with like an 89% win rate. I think that's what it ended up amounting to. And so it's been like a lot of fun <laughs> turning out like winning game after game is kind of fun you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good <laughs> who would have thought? ever thought <laughs> yeah yeah it's shocking yep but um it so warms my it warms my heart to hear totem shaman actually being a thing he thought it there's was gonna be so a many joke times there's yeah. been so many times i've wanted it it's so and it's been so close that it's like okay it's good and wild but it's not good in standard still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just needs one more thing. It's a legitimate contender right now. And um, yes, Dragon Rider? I think Ooh. there's like a couple slight different variations of Totem Shaman that I've seen as well, which has been pretty interesting. Uh, so I'm like, okay. I didn't think it was a thing. And then I tried a version the other day and I did pretty well with it. And I was like, all right, maybe Totem Shaman like is a thing. And I was playing at like, I don't know, Diamond 5 to Diamond 3. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> so happy. 
Honestly, Mage, if you want to borrow decks to play Totem Shaman while it's like good, I highly recommend it. It's <laughs> so much fun. If yeah. anything could get me to log back into Hearthstone <laughs> for the first time in a while, that might be one of the things that could do it, actually. Yeah. Because I do have like a friend who like kept every time that totems would come out, like make a totem deck just as like a goofy thing, like knowing that it was never going to work. And then this all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is actually winning. This is winning a lot more than it should. So it makes sense because like all the pieces are there now, like thing from below is back in standard. Um, the the. 5-4 that gives your totems plus two attack, like Bloodlust is there. So like everything is an, an eyesore too. So like all these like random pieces that had just been coming down the pipeline, like that was like, ah, it doesn't quite work yet. They're, like all those pieces are together in the totem Goliath, the one that like costs one less for every totem that's died. So all of a sudden like you're able to spam the board with really good um like really big bodies and it's just like it cost zero yeah exactly yeah mm -hmm. so it's I, just like i love yeah. thing from below that is one of my favorite cards and yeah i love that it's back in standard Here's yeah, the thing. It's, yeah. like you're like i've been almost anytime it's in hand like by the time that you draw it it's free so like just it always feels good to play like a zero mana taunt that's a five five um yeah and like but, you have yeah. the cards that like summon all four basic totems at like yeah for one mana yeah <laughs> yes yeah. And then you have the other one that the other totem that summons, if it's infused, summons two totems at the end of turn. But if not, it summons one. And that's just like, that's three, to, you know, that's like five totems right there. And like, all of a sudden, like, so quickly that all your other stuff becomes free and it's all threatening because of bloodlust and like the fact that, um, you know, you, you can get you, eyesore becomes a real problem real quickly just because it buffs everything. Like it yeah. literally buffs everything except for Stoneheart, right? Like everything else in ba your desk is basically a totem. And then um, what is it? The ancestral knowledge, the one that's uh, overload, yeah. draw two cards. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's there. And like shaman was lacking card draw and well totem shaman was and this is like cheap card draw that fits into the package very well so like all of a sudden when your big hitters don't cost you anything then like you don't mind paying you know three mana over two turns for draw two cards because you just need more resources to get stuff on board so so what have you guys been playing? I want to hear Dragon Rider first. All right. I, I've been trying a lot of stuff. Um, just like all, all sorts of things. But I will say the decks that I have liked the most, which shocking, I know, because I brought this up when we were, you know, like when stuff was first getting revealed. Uh, menagerie type stuff. Like things that have like, you know, three, five, six, seven... <laughs> Different, different types. Uh, I will say one amalgam band, the legendary neutral. Uh, that gets it only gets up to eight keywords, but it gets one additional like randomly you know generated keyword uh, for each minion type that you've played. Oh man, I have played so many six six stealth wind fury divine shield poison life steal things, and I love it so much. I love that card. Oh, it's great. So yeah, pretty much anything that has like all the amalgams in it, and then other minions. I'm I'm loving that. So fun. Mm -hmm. I've seen that kicking around in different like different i've seen rogue try it with it i've seen warrior with it i think yeah. i've even seen shaman uh, playing it too maybe uh maybe. what i've been playing is actually uh from you know shout out uh, to our listener d style uh he 
gave it to me as a decker team but he gave me like a really fun um like menagerie rainbow death knights okay with with that stuff and then the the one amalgam band now it will say also uh amalgam the of the deep i think is the one the two mana one mm-hmm. that you get to discover right now because we're in this four set meta there's a smaller pool of things and some of the classes don't have like if, if you pick like Murloc maybe or, you know, some of the stuff, uh, some of the classes don't have those, right? So you get only neutral options, which increases your chance to discover another one amalgam band. <laughs> <laughs> and yesterday I got to play three of them in one game. Oh, it's a legendary. Uh, that was really yeah. fun. <laughs> I was like, I that love is this. fun. I'm just like playing all sorts of amalgams. And then because amalgams also count as undead, like, you have the little mistake, you know, little one one mana, one three, that's an amalgam. You have the two mana amalgam, and you just play a bunch of those. You have the one um, one amalgam band that's an amalgam. And so also your vizier, if mm-hmm. you uh, if you get the, you know, an undead died last turn, since your last turn, you get to discover something and it's two mm-hmm. less. That's like always active. <laughs> so yeah. I'm yeah. like, this is so fun. I'm like, I'm just throwing out amalgams like every other turn. I'm like, this oh is gosh. the best. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That that's been quite fun. <laughs> God. It reminds me of like back when uh like last summer when Mech Mage was really a thing. All I would do is discover Gaia, which is the uh mage like mech that uh attacks everything. And like sometimes, even though you shouldn't have won after like your fourth Gaia that you've played, somebody just concedes because uh, they don't want to deal with Gaias anymore. It turns out, so it sounds kind of like the endlessly discovering is—it's a lot of fun when you can get it to really pop off with the thing that you like. Uh, so I've been playing Blood Death Knight. Hi, I'm the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's got to be the problem. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I definitely am interested to hear about your experience playing it because I feel like from the other side, like Death Knight and Demon Hunter are kind of like the big baddies. I feel like especially at like higher legends. Um, mm-hmm. Those two are very, very prevalent in the meta right now. Um, so what has your experience been like playing the Blood Death Knight? What can you talk about? Just even like a little bit. We don't have to do like a whole deck deep dive into it. But like mm-hmm. what beats it? Like how does it lose that kind of stuff? Because I know I'm sure a lot of people are like, I just need to beat Death Knight. Like screw you, Death Knight. <laughs> I mean, it's very weird in the sense because like um, the mirror match is so weird it like i had a period of time where i went like oh and like 30 against the mirror i don't i wasn't keeping perfect track of the stats but i literally there was a large streak every time i hit a mirror match i lost like regardless it just felt really bad and then like i'm doing much better against that now but like it's it's very interesting. Like it can still easily lose to um, Frost Death Knight. Like like that deck has a lot of heavy stuff in the back end, and Frost can still pull things out of thin air. Like it can still generate a Lady Frost Whisper. Like one time, like I played a game where it, it, I was in a commanding position. They pulled Lady Frost Whisper, and then they spread her Death Rattle to two other minions with the the death growl card and then i ended up getting uh frozen uh, or was it was that frozen touch not frozen touch but the uh seven mana one oh frostworm fury For, yeah frostworm fury seven turns in a row like their hand was literally what? all frostworms <laughs> furies wow so like they can still pull things out. Um, the aggro decks can still do all right. Um, that druid deck I mentioned earlier, like blood can lose to that if not prepared or does not get a well-timed or well, uh, a lucky patchwork off. 
Um, but there's there's a lot of there's a lot of variance in that deck just because of Hermitage. Like you don't know exactly what you're gonna pull off the Hermitage. And like so there's like a lot of um reacting to what you're doing and like the vizier obviously like that's generating things for you um and like it feels very flexible um but like i don't know it just it sometimes it misses it's a it's still a 40 card deck and sometimes you're playing the aggro deck and you draw all your heavy cards you draw your soul stealers and you know um, you draw maybe blood boils instead of corpse explosions, or you just aren't getting a lot of things to, um, you know, generate corpses and you need a large corpse explosion to, to deal with the board. Um, so, or you just get knocked down low and they keep just picking at you and you can't really ever heal quite enough to, to get back into it. So, um, I'm at rank one two stars right now with blood death knights so like i had a pretty decent day going from four to one so um but it's it's definitely it doesn't feel like there's any really awful like just you can't win this matchup kind of thing but like like the aggro like it feels like some of the times it's just like you just stomp an aggro deck but the other times you're just like well i didn't draw anything you know i didn't draw any of my early games i didn't draw any of my corpse or corpse baggers or my um you know vampiric bloods and and all that kind of stuff so like it has the the same kind of issues that other 40 card decks have but um and then like people are tweaking it a little bit here and there like putting in like in etc and then throwing in um like uh rivendare for the the mirror matchup because there's not a lot of um way to like really deal with rivendare and it's and it's a lot more than just you know waiting for the um damage from the seven drop uh, i said his name uh, about Morgraine. a million times morgrain yeah, alexandros morgrain <laughs> um a million times so like it's one of these things that there's just a little like here and there it's a very interesting deck for me because it's such a control deck but it also like i like this afternoon i faced the the druid deck and they swapped decks they destroyed my decks but like before they could do that i played uh a seven mana the scourge and my board was full and it's just like all right well go ahead and swap decks i'm going to kill you like i just took like all the aggro options like i took the corrupted ashbringer and like i took you know um damage spells so it's like all right well go ahead and just swap and destroy my deck i'm literally going to kill you because you just spent all your armor you know putting out the jailer and and tony so um but yeah so I'd say its weakness is probably aggro just because you aren't, you know, there's a lot to the deck and it really does feel at times like you have to like really, really, really evaluate when you're pulling on like blood boil or like corpse explosion. Those two being like probably like the most vital tools in the deck because they're, they're your your comeback mechanics it doesn't really much matter when you play vampiric blood or you <laughs> yeah. know or um but like obviously it would be nice to um <coughs> you know play it with a five mana three six that would generate two five fives it's like that's nice or with the weapon the three mana three two weapon that generates a lifesteal minion when your health changes on your turn. So like there's a lot of moving parts to that deck and it's not very straightforward. And I love that. Like it requires a lot of thought uh, and like there's a lot of choices and a lot of discovery and like when you're swinging face and like what you're looking for in certain matches, like, you know, like, 
if I know I'm playing against Druid, I'm going to try and hold my, like, I want my corpse takers immediately, or not corpse takers, but my, um, uh, soul stealers immediately. And I want, if I can discover a third soul stealer or as asphyxiates, as many asphyxiates as I can possibly gather, because after jailer, the asphyxiate still clears their board. Like, so like, all those cards because that the reason why I won that game was because I I had the giant board and I had two asphyxiates in my hand. So it's asphyxiate, asphyxiate, J jailer and an Ubercon went down and I still had, you know, pr a pretty full board and they had a four or five. So like those things like really like make a difference and knowing like um, where you're weak and like, I know now, like when I'm going into um, the like the mirror match, like I kind of always assume it's blood, even though a lot of the times it's frost. But like I feel like you can recover from what you might keep from blood, uh, a, a mirror match versus um, what you would keep for frost. Um, but like. One thing I can say is that any chance you get uh, in a mirror match, if you get offered dark, dark transformation, take it because you can dark transformation their Baron Rivendare and take that win condition off the table for them. Oh, that's interesting. I always forget that it's just transform an undead and mm -hmm. not transform a friendly undead man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, Those are always I mean, fun. <laughs> I mean, it works very good against Warlock 2 because it's like, oh, they play Thaddeus. Okay, that's a 4-5 with Rush now, <laughs> you know, instead yeah. of 11-11. Yeah. Um, so, and then if uh, they try to play Reanimator, they'll bring back that 4-5, right? Not, mm -hmm. the, not a Thaddeus. <laughs> exactly. So there's yeah. a lot of... Um, it's not worth packing with, you know, it, it's it's certainly no... A location but it, it definitely is um worth uh discovery off a school teacher or um a vizier so so <laughs> interesting yeah i i think it amounts to not a whole lot beats uh blood death night is i think we um just because there's so many different options for getting around anything um but i don't know uh funny enough like uh i haven't been i've mainly been having a frustrating time against paladins and i know that sounds so silly and it was mainly when i was playing mech mage but it's like okay how many divine shields can you yeah. one person possibly <laughs> have so many divine shields <laughs> Yeah, well, and, and, and stats too. Like then they yeah. add a bunch of stats to stuff, and you're like, okay, now they have like an eleven eight with divine shield, and I've got like a two three and a one two. Sweet, <laughs> I'm in trouble. I was gonna say, and order in the court just makes everything so much smoother. Like it's just, um. It's just so cool. The it's just like that's another one. Blood Knight's worth, or that's a very bad matchup for Blood Death Knight is Paladin, because the damage it gets in and the Divine Shield and how it just stacks everything, um, it makes it very difficult to keep up. And then especially once you hit um, the Countess and the the. Um, uh, the five five taunts. I can't. Lightfin. What is uh, her name? Light ray. Light ray. There we go. Yeah. Okay. That one is you, frustrating. Yeah. Exactly. It's like okay. Well, they drop. You know the six mana pay, next mana. You know minion you play costs health, and then and that's countess, and then two light rays, and then it's like that's like thirty. You know like. Was it like 17, 23 stat worth of stats for six mana? I don't know how Seems I'm coming good. back. To it. Yeah, it, it, it does. And Seems then they good. get to uh, generate three random legendaries that cost nothing next turn. So, like, right. 
Uh, it is, um, yeah, Paladin is definitely a very strong deck, and it's, uh, it feels very powerful. Is it the number one deck? Uh, is it Death Knight number one on HS Replay right now? They're pretty close. Yeah, they're, I feel like they've been yeah, kind Pal of flip-flopping. Yeah, yeah r right now I'm looking at it. Yeah, Paladin and Death Knight are the only two with win rates over 50%. 558 for Paladin and 54.9 for Death Knight. So like uh and Warrior's still at 39.2. The more things change, yeah. the more things remain <laughs> the same. That's so true. Yeah. Uh that hasn't changed much uh no. since you've been gone. <laughs> <Mate. No. laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, warrior still yeah. warrior still garbage, hot garbage, and uh, there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say, mm -hmm. I do love our Megadillo, and that is back mm -hmm. in the corset, and that is super cool. Um, yes. But let, let me let me ask you all. Okay, what has been? Yeah, like it's I guess a two parts. I'm cheating. I'm putting yeah. two questions in one. <laughs> um, what is? the card that you've liked the most from the core set and what's the card you've liked the most from the expansion? Ooh. Oh gosh. It's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can, I could go first if you all want to think. Yeah. Yes, yes, please. Okay. All right. So I think I already, I already shared this. I think honestly, my favorite card so far from the new set has been one amalgam band. I didn't think that card was going to be that great, but I'm having so much fun with it. <laughs> like I'm going to slap down a thing or like in some of the decks, you can buff it in your hand and then you play it. And then it's even a larger minion that's got like stealth and wind fury and poison and lifesteal and stuff. And that's great. Um, and then from the core set, it's gotta be my bay, Dragon Bay, Dragon Bay. Okay, it's Dragon Bane, but you know, <laughs> it, it's it's Dragon Bay now. Like, I don't make the rules. That's just what it is. I love it, and I feel like I I feel like I had a lot of success with Hunter the first like two days ish of the expansion. And then I've been trying other stuff, but I, I was trying some more Hunter and it didn't feel like that great. It kind of feels middle, but maybe the decks that I was playing aren't that great. But man, Dragon Bane is just, it's so good. It's so good. And especially once we start getting to these like kind of slightly slower, more greedy metas where people are only playing, you know, two minions or something out on the board. They're trying to go for like the big minions, that kind of stuff, instead of going wide with small things. You're more likely to hit face with the Dragon Bane. Also, we have the magnetic stuff back, which I've been loving. It's like magnetizing. I haven't been able to pull it off. But if you can get Zilliax magnetized onto Dragon Bane and then do a hero power, you also get the lifesteal from that five. So like that's super cool. Um, that's, that's a little slow and clunky now. Uh, but yeah, those, those would be mine. Okay. So, all right. Um, I think for me, uh, in the new set, I think Screaming Banshee, which is the card I had mentioned earlier, the five mana, um, uh, three six that does, uh, creates, um, minions equal to the amount you've healed, or it's, it's, let me read it, uh, lifesteal after your hero gains health, summon a soul with that much attack and health, so, like, I've really enjoyed Screaming Banshee. The close second is Ghost Rider. Like, Ghost Rider is so much fun. Like, the fact that you, like... The finale on Ghost Rider is, like, just so satisfying that it's it's crazy. So, like, I really like Ghost Rider. Um, as for what's back in core... You know, honestly, I want to say it's got to be... Uh, for me um and i haven't seen a whole lot of it um but i do really hope to to find some decks for it in the near future is the armor vendor like i love armor vendor like yeah. the four armor is such a cool it's such a cool card and i absolutely adore armor vendor so i'm looking forward to finding new ways to put it into things 
All right. So um, my favorite one that's like back in the core, I think based on what you guys said, is that um, the, oh gosh, what is it? The uh, six cost, but like every totem you go down, it, um, or every the totem you from play. below? Yes. Thank you. Yes. You the go. thing from below. That has been so much fun. I can see why it was like popular before. And now it's winning games, which is also fun. Um, but um, I feel like a lot of the like old totems, like I, there's something just hilarious about Grand Totem Eyesore to me. Like um, I, it's such a goofy looking thing and such a powerful effect that it's like one of my favorite cards to play. Just you know, those two things combined. Uh, is amazing. But like, as far as new stuff, Jive Insect has been like surprisingly like a really good win condition when, um, you know, things aren't, your board isn't shaping up the way you want to. So that's the one where Wait. it's a five mana spell, uh, transform a minion into Ragnaros, the fire Lord overload two. What's up? Are you playing Jive Insect in Totem Shaman? Yes. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. Well, I know. I know. My mind blown. I know what I'm playing after the podcast. It's for forget cleaning the house. No, no. Yeah. I need to be playing Totem Shaman with Jive Insect. It's hilarious because, like, if you can't get anything out, your hero power is to get a totem. Well, you can just turn that totem into Ragnaros the Fire Lord. It's a oh, seven man of Ragnaros as opposed to an eight man of That's uh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it has been hilarious and a lot of fun and just like a goofy way to win things, which is always kind of a goal. But um, You do love the chaotic option, don't I you? I do. I do. I really, <laughs> truly do. Um, I think that's one of the fun things about Totem Shaman is it's like all these like little bits and pieces and none of the individual bits matter, but um, they all like come together to create something really hilarious. I don't know um, why, but that just made me envision like uh what was it? Is it uh oh god, now I can't think of robots in disguise. Why can I not think Transformers? Transformers? Yeah. Are they the ones that came together and make like one? Yeah. The mega transformer. <laughs> I don't know the official term for it, but like the, the like, <laughs> like yeah. Combiners. Oh, are you talking yeah, about like to- Voltron? <laughs> well, Ultron, yeah, just like, Power Rangers, <laughs> Tenta, yeah. uh, you know, like any the Power Rangers yeah, thing. Oh my, totally. That's something I haven't thought about forever. Are great, but together we combine to make Super Tota. <laughs> That's how it goes. Gotta be honest. Um, the other fun oh, thing about that is you get to play in with... disguise. Let's exactly. go. <laughs> um, is you get to play some Murlocs in that, and there's just something goofy about like the um you know alliance between stupid frog people and stupid uh like little uh wooden statues coming together to really just be a powerful deck i've seen that you get to play your favorite card right uh rock kill yes i i do love rock kill uh rock kill has been great in Totem Shaman. Uh, I know it wasn't necessarily like thought of to be like the most popular, but it's been working out really well for me. Okay. Have uh, you, Smarms, been seeing, you You said you probably haven't been seeing as many blood DKs. Yeah. Okay. That I, yeah, I was I was trying to play Totem Shaman and uh-huh. I loved, I was like, okay, yes. I'm like, I'm putting stuff down. Then you play Rock Gill and you give everything the death rattle. And I'm like, this is going to be sweet. And then they just do like something like, uh, yeah, yeah, cat, cat's grinning and giving a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, she knows where I'm going with this. And then you just do like a big removal that removes all of it at the same time, and you don't get any of those death rattles. And it's like the saddest thing. <laughs> it happened to me like three times. So I was like, Are you I kidding just me? want the rocket or- effect. I was so sad. Or you have enough corpses that the like it can cascade all at once because I have like yeah. twenty corpses. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> one, that one corpses. is heartbreaking. The one thing that I do like about Totem Shaman more than I liked about like uh, Murloc Shaman is um, there is a way to come back after your board has been cleared multiple times. 
you can have your board cleared multiple times and it doesn't mean you're dead yet. Whereas like mm-hmm. in Murloc Shaman, if your board was cleared, you're just dead. That's that's all there is to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oops, death. You have like maybe one refill and then you're like, well, that board's gone too. And all right. Yeah. That was <laughs> Whereas like with like, you know, like the totemic evidence and all the other things that like just stack. Um, mm-hmm. You're just like, mm, fresh new board next turn. Complete like filled out you know probably like five to seven minions uh in like those later turns where it's yeah just a complete refill and it is hilarious and i was looking at my stats and for some reason i haven't been playing against any blood death knights and i don't know where and like i'm talking about for any of the decks that i've played since release and maybe they just you know it's the the secret um the secret mmr it's like hearthstone's like you're not that good just, just go sit in your corner. <laughs> you want? Yeah, I mean, we could queue up a go, game after Go play this. with your little wooden sticks over here. The rest yes. of us will be over Kind of what it feels like a little bit. It's like, oh, okay, uh, curious. This does seem to be what everybody's playing. And yet on the like 40 games of uh, new stuff that I've played, not a whole lot has been, um, yeah, against uh, any sort of Death Knight. But that's okay. That that I I would say that's probably good for you, um, because then you don't have to be playing against Blood Death Knight. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. from my experience from the the Blood Death Knight side, Totem Totem Shaman doesn't hold up against that against Blood Death Knight yeah, very well. It's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So. <laughs> I'm just surprised after like having a deck that had like a 89% win rate that they didn't think like, oh, maybe, maybe you should queue up to like some of these frustrating games, but who knows? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, sometimes it takes some luck and like, you don't always have to like queue up. So yeah, I mean, I'm glad you've been enjoying it and getting to play against non-blood death knights i've been seeing less of them today though like i've seen i like i said i don't play on my pc like as often as i play on a tablet so like i don't keep records so it felt like i saw more frost than blood today so but like still a mixed bag i saw some pirate rogues um miracle rogues you know Someone was playing Warrior for some reason. I have yet to discover. <laughs> oh, lost a bet, probably. Yeah, I mean that's that the only reason. You know, somebody I, redeem a deck for their stream. <laughs> I you know, when the when the set first came out, like one of the first things I did play was Warrior because Black Rock and Roll. It's just such a cool card, and I wish it was good. <laughs> It's it's just way too slow, and it's one of those that just, like, sometimes feels really good. Like, that card makes Remora uh, feel good, because it turns yeah. it into a 12, what? It's like a 12, 12 7, 17. 2D? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, th- and that's like, okay, well, I can swing with a 12 attack weapon a few times. That's fine by me or like the um the first one i was playing and this was like day one it had naga giants so naga giants became 28 28 oh my oh gosh my <laughs> that's just ridiculous <laughs> i guess that like the fun part about playing right now is like all these very broken things that are happening and a little bit more consistently happening um because people don't know how to play around them yet. So by broken you mean just meme things that you yeah. kind of pull off once every like yeah. <laughs> one out of Obviously. ten games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny yeah, but and then hilarious. you get a story to tell, right? You be like That's true. look at me and my twenty eight twenty eight <laughs> minions just stomping all over. Honestly. Um, exactly. <laughs> Post it on Twitter. Send it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was gonna say uh, also the the igne- igneous lava goer or gorger, excuse me. When you pull, when you dredge that with, uh, when you dredge uh, Naga Giant, that's twenty armor. <laughs> yeah, so 
I was like, yeah. oh, I need to stabilize for a turn, heal for 20. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That that feels pretty healthy, you know, like. Yeah, um, so uh, I I do wish Warrior was better. I do wish Black yeah. Rock and Roll was better. It's just, I don't, I don't know. the real, And the riffs are such a cool mechanic, too. The riffs yes. are yeah so cool like the fact that like if you finale a riff you get to play it plays your last riff played and like there's just so many cool ones like like if you get to play um two of the uh bridge riffs the one the six mana one uh that summons a three four rocker with taunt and a four three with rush if you get to play those like and then have that as your finale, like get two of those for like six mana. So like, that's so much tempo and like board presence. And it's just so cool. Like it's such a cool mechanic and I want it to be good, but. I... So, all right. Just in, in the realm of make-believe here, if okay. we're fixing, fixing like, you know, everything. Do we think if riffs were stackable, so like if it played your last riff and your last riff played something, so now it's playing three things, that that would be a strong enough like buff to make it uh, actually an actual winnable deck? I don't know. Uh, Probably I not. Mean, still. Okay. Yeah. Well, then they should let them stack them. I, like if it's <laughs> yeah. For me, like I feel like the riffs need either they need to be a little bit cheaper, and mm -hmm. or they need an additional payoff thing, kind of like Zymox, the legendary minion is for Demon Hunter uh, relics. How it like it? You know, you play that and it plays like all of them. Um, or they like if they would grow, yeah, kind of like the stacking type thing. But yeah, they need something more for sure, mm -hmm. um, which which is a bummer because they are really cool. Like I like the idea of them, and like I think they're super cool, and it's like a really cool concept. But yeah, they just need a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's <sighs> Warrior was like one of my first loves in Hearthstone, so like yeah, it always. I'm always sad to see him down in down in the pits. So hey, you know, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna take that opportunity and I'm gonna lead us into a, a quick segment. Uh, okay. Which for our 200th episode, I would love if we could kind of do a little bit of like celebratory chat and stuff. Uh, I'd like to have like kind of a roundtable discussion. All of us talk maybe about like your favorite memory from the show or just stuff you've loved from the show your favorite memory from hearthstone um just something like that so we can kind of celebrate our 200 episodes here um if you have anything mage i would love to hear from you first or even if you have one and we can <laughs> you know go around do you Wait need to some spring time? this on <laughs> spring this on me i wasn't I, I was not prepared <laughs> We can make somebody else go first if you want. <laughs> um, I I can go. Um, so it's definitely been. Um, I think just just getting to know everyone and literally just making friends through this podcast and like every one of the people who has been on it has been phenomenal, and I like really enjoy like talking to everyone like it was like i always look forward even if i'm not feeling like recording or just feeling a little like down or beaten up but when like we start talking and getting into like the episode and everything goes live and we're recording like everything just always felt so good um so it's always been uh like just the whole podcast and like i'm extremely 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 proud to have this podcast make it to 200 episodes like that's we're coming up to four full years of of dr three and like 
it's just crazy to think about it to go back and just um oh it, it's it's been a lot but like if i had to pick like specific moments like uh the the moments where we got to talk to blizzards devs like the time we got to talk to Celestion and um uh alec dawson so like those were like real highlights for like yes this is some validation yeah. like they we, we made it <laughs> yes everyone we made it thank you thank you we made it yes so like those would be the like the you know the real highlights and like i am very humbled for everyone in the audience now and everyone listening to this and everyone who's listening to an episode thank you from the bottom of my heart um it definitely this is always i've said this before this has always been a passion project and the passion is still there for me and um I love everyone listening and thank you for supporting us and just, you know, listening to our podcast and it, it means the world to me for sure. Um, I know I'm like a newer addition, but I wanted to talk about like, I appreciate so much being like brought on. Um, it was kind of like, you know, like you stream for a while. A lot of those times are like you're streaming to an empty room uh, just because like, you know, and so this was kind of finally like, I don't like, you know, uh, it was, oh, maybe, maybe I can talk about Hearthstone on a repeated basis. And so I really appreciate you guys bringing me on. It's been so much fun. Um, I love being a part of it. It's made me a way more knowledgeable player, uh, even if I still can't remember a card name to save my life. Uh, it's that uh, doesn't yeah. matter, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. except for we're an audio format. And like <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't have a way to show anybody a card, and so it's like you know that one guy who does the thing, you know. <laughs> oh, the guy that does the thing. Yeah, that's Obviously, right. Obviously, yeah. right? You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I've really loved being here, and um, it's been a lot of fun. Okay. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and jump in. So obviously, I think Cat hit the nail on the head. Like the biggest moments for the show, obviously, were the opportunities to uh, interview the developers that we got a chance to do. And um, I think that some of the best, some of the some of the opportunities that have occurred, uh, I I think the fact that you got to cast. Masters Tour is one of the greatest things to come out of this podcast because I feel like I I'm going I'm going to Kat and I need to take some credit here because mm -hmm. my favorite moment was after one of your first episodes and you didn't say anything hardly at all. <laughs> we had a conversation after the show and I laid it out and I said, You gotta talk more. You are the expert. People want to hear what you have to say. You are a great player and we need that point of view. That's why you're here. And you started opening up. You started talking a lot more. And I, I, I think that uh, that led to bigger and better things. And, and so my, that is one of my favorite moments was the fact that, that all of that, all these opportunities and stuff happened for you because I think because you allowed for that to happen. Obviously you did the work, but I think it was one of those things where you just needed that little bit of encouragement. And I would also say that you all have been so encouraging to me throughout this process. Uh, Kat, obviously from the very beginning, allowing for me to even become, become a member of the podcast but then Dragon Rider, you as well. I, I know we've talked about, you know, our struggles when there's a meta change or, or balance changes and, and trying to get used to things. And, and you were always like, oh, you're too hard on yourself and that, and that sort of thing. And so I, I think the, the friendships obviously are really important. And, and I'm, I, I, 
mean, we're you you invited me back, even though I have not been playing Hearthstone, and so I I definitely appreciate that. But it's just those those moments where we just had a laugh about Hearthstone or about anything else that was going on. Those are those are the things that that I think about and are are things that like kind of pull me to wanting to be like, hey, I should come back and see how things are going and that sort of thing. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Maybe come back after they nerf uh, Blood and Frosty K. <laughs> 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 just just uh, wait a little bit longer there before <laughs> you come longer. back. Um, well, you know what? Actually, I was going to uh, to say that as well. I think for for me, definitely that you know you speaking up and being like, "Hey, like you need to you know talk more. Like you have things to say." Um, honestly, did like make a huge difference for me, not only with this podcast, but in general, and even just that like belief in myself um, that you know I've tried to take and and put towards other people as well like you know just that recognition of like hey what you have to say matters and like you have important things to say and share uh and so yeah for me i think that that's been something huge that that i've gotten out of this you know um before this last couple of years being on the show you know i was very like kind of introverted very just like down on myself i'm still very much that way but i'm trying not to be still it's a very long work in process you know work work in progress there um but yeah just that like hey this this like a you know smart said earlier right this is an audio podcast like the mm-hmm. the people can't see you <laughs> they can hear you and you're not saying anything so they can't hear you uh so that defeats the purpose of you know having an audio show (laughs) Uh, so you know yeah that that definitely did make a huge difference and uh so you know thank you from from the bottom of my heart uh and to everybody as well who has kind of gone on this journey with us through all of these episodes i mean you know i feel like our audience and a lot of the people that listen to the show have kind of grown with us you know, and it's it's been great to meet other people through the community. Um, you know, sometimes we don't even get to know everybody. We might have people that like pop into my stream or something, or maybe somebody says something in the Discord every once in a while. But, you know, most of you just listen. And, and that's perfectly fine. I mean, you don't have to like, <laughs> you know, reach out like after every episode, right? But you must be our um, friends. It's right. <laughs> yeah, you are friends now. I don't know if you read the uh, contract you signed. It's in that <laughs> yeah. Apple iTunes agreement. It's like some sort of fake right. agreement. It's like, mm, sorry, too late. We're best friends now. <laughs> yep. That's right. <laughs> best best buds um but you know every once in a while we might get somebody who does pop into the stream or or something and they're like hey i've i've loved the show i've been listening for a while and it's like thank you that's like that's awesome um you know because especially in that audio it's like for, from our side we just we record we do our editing we post it and then you know things move it's on the and void. we go yeah, 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 that is, exactly. yeah and then we go to next week and we do it again mm-hmm. uh so you know just knowing that there are people on the other side that are listening and that feel like they connect i mean i remember at one point when i was listening to uh, you know 17 17 or so different hearthstone podcasts like all in one week it was a lot um yeah (laughs) but you know sometimes just getting to hear that like i felt like i was you know their friend right because i got to hear them talk every single week and even though they didn't know i was there i felt like i was part of the show i felt like i was i was getting to connect especially when they shared things you know about themselves personally about what was maybe happening or or achievements and different things that they were hitting milestones um you know, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I, I felt like I could root for them. So I hope that that people who are listening are kind of having experiences like that as well with our show. You know, I, I hope that you kind of feel like you can connect with us at, at some level, whether it's a personal level or 
our play style in the game because I think, you know, now, especially like, uh, what, Smarms, you're really into like the chaotic, just like random decks, like generate stuff. Yeah. I don't care. Let's go. You know, I'm more of like the aggressive, maybe mid-range player. Cat loves that control style. So we do hope that there's, you know, kind of something for everybody who listens. And I, I think before being on this show for so long, I didn't really think about things that way necessarily. You know, I kind of thought about it as like when I listened to stuff, I was like, oh, it's awesome to like listen to people and, and hear their side of stuff and I could learn from them. Uh, but in terms of actually like feeling like I was part of the community, I don't think I necessarily connected that to me getting to like hear their their perspectives and then talk every week. So I hope that we provide that for everybody as well. And, you know, here's to another 200 or more episodes <laughs> yay yay uh i don't like the in my mind the passion for this project is is still as still as strong as it was um on day one back in 2019 so um yeah it's it's wonderful and as we say you know we always link all our social stuff um Oh, uh, that's that that quote there from Wicked Kitten was just lovely to hear. Um, she said, I have to be off to record myself. Just want to say I've loved the show from back when Mage was on and I love the show now. It especially means the world to me to be able to listen to the three women talk about Hearthstone. Thank you and congratulations for 200 episodes. I saw that. I was like, heart. <laughs> like, that's yes. awesome. Thank yeah. you so much, Wicked Kitten. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, uh, yeah, my, my, I was trying to say my, my passion's still there and, um, the community means everything and we're all extremely approachable. So if you ever do want to talk to us or ask anything, just pop in the Discord. Um, we don't bite. <laughs> so, but if you just yes. want to listen, that's cool too. But if you feel yeah. like you want to ch chat or ask us things or, or talk, we're always there. So. All right. Absolutely. Do we have anything we want to say before we wrap it up or for the 200th time? Oh my goodness. I, I just want to say thank you mage for, for coming back mm -hmm. and, hanging out with us even though like you said you haven't uh, really been connected with hearthstone uh, the last few months but it was absolutely great to to chat with you again and yeah yeah you, you absolutely were such a vital part of the show that i'm glad that we got to have you back exactly you guys are unity precision perfection <laughs> that's all i gotta say about that but thank you for for the invite congratulations i cannot uh Cannot think of a better group to have made it to 200, and I'm sure you will be going for a very long time. I will be rooting for you uh, every step of the way. So thank congratulations. you. Thank you. Okay, so we will wrap it up with our normal closing here. You can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email the show at dr3hs at gmail.com. Follow the top pin tweet to join the Dr. 3 Discord. You can find myself on Twitter at alkaline underscore cat, K-A-T, or twitch.tv forward slash alkaline cat. Uh, Dragon Rider. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. Uh, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, all that good stuff. Dragon Rider TCCG, and talking every week uh, with Ron Mexico about card games in general over at the TCCG Roundtable. Smarms. You can find me on both Twitter and Twitch at Send Me Your Arms, and also on Blitzlet. And Mage. Goodness, it's been a while. You can <laughs> find me on Twitter. Uh, talking about Marvel Snap and my other games that I've been playing and comic books and stuff at Major Death. And I do a MCU video or movie and comic book podcast called Comics Over Time. That address at Comics Over Time on Twitter as well. Come check it out. Would highly recommend it. 
So thank you all for tuning in and listening to the 200th episode. Mind blown saying that, that we've just, we've hit it. We've hit that milestone. You've been listening to Dr. Three. You want to do one, Mage? <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, okay. 200 down, 200 to go. Boom.